live from the friendly confines of the Flannel Beaver Studios here in Northern Ontario. It is the return of the roundtable. Yes, I know. Finally, the roundtable has come back to the airways. There, we get a lot to touch on. And you notice I'm not using the, the typical um, uh, title of the roundtable. We're going to get to that. There's a little bit of rebranding going on. But I'm not alone. Uh, joining me from the uh, SWC Plus group. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, a little lead there. Uh, I, I have good friends from all over the planet, actually. We have, I'm going to start with uh, Rob from the Generation <laughs> X-Wing one? podcast. Oh, yeah, which one? <laughs> from the Generation X-Wing podcast all the way in the West Coast of Canada. How you doing, Rob? Good to see you again. Good, good morning, everybody. Good morning. So well, you're, okay, 9 a.m. where you are. Yes, I am, and in quarantine. And in, oh, we'll we'll get to that yeah. in a bit. But um, let's shuffle. Over. Day twelve, folks. Day twelve. <laughs> Jeez, so, I think I'm seeing bright lights and uh, animals crossing my path here. Jeez. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, we're gonna move one hour time difference just east of you to uh, to our good friend Tim from the Nern Room. Tim, how you doing? Very well, man. Very well. I'm glad to be back on the roundtable. We're rebranding it, actually. Tim and the three Robs. Little, uh, little, <laughs> little foreshadowing for who's coming next year. And I uh, know excited to be back here, guys. Always love podcasting with the three of you, and it's going to be a fun conversation. Excellent. And uh, of course, uh, there's myself. I am in the Eastern Time Zone, and, and for so so nine a.m. for Rob from the Generation X Wing. Tim, it is ten a.m. Myself, it's noon. But somewhere it's 5 p.m. And that's uh, our, our good friend from the UK, Rob. Wait, how you doing? I'm not dead. You're not dead. <laughs> He's here. Yeah, I'm still alive, it turns uh, out. You would be forgiven for thinking that social, based on if you only live on social media, you'd be forgiven for thinking I'd vanish without a trace. But I am alive, honest. All right, yes. And Rob from the TSW podcast. But we'll, mm. we'll get into that. There's been gaps and holes and everything else. We're going to get that in a little bit. So, Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> no, really. Yeah, really. You should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> so this is what's happening. The TSW Roundtable is now getting a rebrand. We are going forward. We are the, going to be the SWC Star Wars Commonwealth Plus Roundtable. So SWC Plus Roundtable, a slight rebrand. The Roundtable isn't leaving TSW. Well, Kinda. Um, we're gonna pick up our own feed. We're uh, Rob, uh, Rob Wade, and, and I. We are not getting divorced. Mom and Dad still love each other. We're just seeing other people. <laughs> so, basically, what's happening? So, uh, for all the the TSW listeners out there, what's gonna happen going forward? We're gonna release simultaneously on my feed, the, the new feed for the SWC Plus Roundtable, and we will keep releasing as we do um hopefully it'll be once a month now we're getting back to regular scheduled programming on the tsw feed so that way eventually oh you know we'll do it for six months or a year whatever whatever rob and i are discussing this and and that way for those who love the roundtable and want to continue listening to the roundtable in the future you you have time to migrate it's not like it's like oh Where's this roundtable gone? It's gone. I can never find it now. And it's like buried under what? How many podcasts are out there now? A million? How many? And three. A, a million and three. million and three. Right. Thank you. That's yeah. the Crossed a million last week and there's a few more now. <laughs> I saw that on CNN. They got a tally yeah. in the corner or something about podcasts. Something like that. Yeah. Something I think I'm pretty I, sure that's what it's for. I'm pretty sure that's what it's for. 
<laughs> Three quarters of those are Star Wars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So um, you're going to have a hard the time. Are, are you sure it's that low? Go <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> it was like that two weeks ago. Anyway. Yes. So going forward, the, the round table is still the same. We, uh, yeah, TSW, uh, Rob Wade and I, we're, we're are still in constant communication. Nothing's changing. We're just kind of expanding the brand and going forward with that on, to- on the topic of expanding the brand, the star Wars Commonwealth network has gone undergone a change. Tim, I'm going to throw it to you because you're, you kind of spearheaded this over the summer and we've finally hashed out what this is going to be. So what's happening with the network or, or what's going on? Explain that to our, to our good friends. I can't tell if you're throwing blame at me or if no, I'm just kidding. No, 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 <laughs> no. So this guys, is all new information to me. Didn't know any of this. No. So as Rob has alluded to here, the the network itself, the Source Commonwealth Network, has gone under uh, got undergone a bit of a of a change and uh, more of an evolution. I like to to call it as opposed to anything else. And so the the, the original intent of of the network, as set up by Mark Godsiff, by by Rob here from Generation X Wing and Kyle over at Tumbling Saber, the original intent there was was to bring together you know like minded individuals, great podcasts focused on Star Wars. You know, Star Wars was a huge podcasting brand in 2016, 2015, in the build-up to The Force Awakens. And really coming out of that was this enormous fan base that was hungry for content in the Star Wars world and Star Wars space. And so it only made sense to kind of continue to amalgamate podcasts and, you know, not like Joe Rogan-style podcasts, but good podcasters. (laughs) And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and bring together kind of basically this this nice foundation where you know we the the individuals that pulled it together kind of curated through a, a great set of podcasts um, and created a community behind that and the idea there was to support each other promote each other and grow together and the SWC did exactly that you know bringing on you know up to I think nine or ten podcasts at, at one point there and really created this this great community where. A lot of people felt that they could go and express their opinions and not feel like they were going to be pushed back or felt that, you know, there's no gatekeeping or anything like that within the Commonwealth itself. And then we get to 2019, 2020. And as you guys notice, those that listen, those have been with us for, for four or five years now, can see that the, the network itself has kind of gone quiet. And it just got to the point, I think, during the summer when we're all talking, we all had a lot of time to think because, you know, most of us were locked away for the last six months or so. And so we got talking about, you know, what's the next step evolution for the Star Wars Commonwealth? Is it a network? Is it something different? And we want to grow the brand of the SWC, hence the plus that's gone on to the side of it. You know, not that that's stealing or anything like that. It's, it's an original thought, just Disney got to it before we actually announced the rebrand here with the SWC+. So the idea behind that, and you know, Rob is going to be, of course, running the, the roundtable, but this allows and expands the, the discussions that can happen here. It's not particularly Star Wars focused, and that's really you know, one of the main things that we looked at with the network is it was so Star Wars focused, it's like we weren't seeing the growth that we wanted. And so what we've done is we transitioned the network itself to what we're calling a group and there'll be more information of that comes and kind of the kickoff of of that campaign is really with the round table here and the plus is you know intended to be we can talk about more than just star wars 
Um, we can pull in other podcasts from other networks or whatever and, and have broader discussions on the roundtable, whether it be Star Trek, Marvel, DC, whatever you guys want to talk about. Again, I'm not running this and I'm put, maybe putting into raw <laughs> words into Rob's mouth here, but um, ultimately the idea was to expand the brand, expand the scope. And then the network itself, it, it's really, it's, it's kind of gone away, to be honest with you, but the, the camaraderie and the support is all still there. But it was a way to open up some avenues for, for podcasts to maybe explore different options options, um, look at different networks. The network idea, at least in my opinion, um, isn't maybe quite as valuable as it was three, four years ago. And I, I think realistically, it's the idea of the group is to is to just continue with that camaraderie, that, that brotherhood, uh, that, that bonding over Star Wars, over like-minded uh, individuals, and, and really go forward with that. And so the network itself, you've seen most of the branding scraped off all the podcasts, but the, this group that we're going to kicking up is meant to, to capture the essence, you know, I think the best part of what the network was, and that was the individuals that we're sharing it with. And so that's essentially, you know, in a nutshell, where, where the network's gone and what is kind of coming at us forward and being led really by, by Rob in the, in the roundtable here. Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. And also, too, it gives us um, with their their our core group is still together. We are literally all over the planet, and and a lot of us are um, are really boots on the ground. I know I make I make my way to every celebration I can, but like it, or I haven't last. I got tickets for the next one, so it'll be my third in a row. Uh, I've been down to San Diego for the Comic-Con there. I'm usually at Toronto Fanfare. And then we got Rob Williams out west. He's he's in the 501st. And he's literally at, he's trooping all over the place. And and, and everybody involved. Um, I think we have so much to offer. And especially a lot of these cons we're at, does it, it doesn't, it, they're not always just Star Wars Celebration. Like, obviously, for me, that's a huge focus, right? That's uh, that's my kind of thing. But a lot when I go to Fan Expo in Toronto or, or if Rob's at Fan Expo in Vancouver, if, if wherever we're at, there's a lot there's a lot more events going on. And I think the plus is more conducive to the nerd room, which which you you guys dabble on absolutely everything. Well, you star Star Wars and uh, and Marvel and DC as if you, anyone's heard the nerd room, you've heard the opening credits <laughs> you, and generation X wing, which is you got, I, I, I saw your raw Shrek test there the other day. Rob. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. He, he, he opens up, he goes digging in his attic and he finds old toys. He opens up the box and he go, and he tags a bunch of people to it. He's like, what do you see? I'm like, is that Perseus from Clash of the Titans circa 1981? That's amazing. Like, we have a lot more to talk about than Star Wars. Again, I'm an astromech builder. My heart's always with Star Wars. I'm, I am Star Wars through and through. And that's why the group is SW, you mean SC, or Star, SWC plus. You I mean, it's where, yeah, most of us are still Star Wars at our core, but it just gives us a chance. Like, the next, I doubt there'll be another endgame type phenomenon but you never know it gives us that opportunity hey we might have a round table on you mean there might be a star trek rebrand there might be you mean a he-man rebrand oh actually there is coming up actually that's something else but whatever we're into it just it gives us the open door now Mm -hmm. um i'm gonna throw it over to rob wade from the uk just to touch on our relationship with again tsw our relationship is fine we're 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 not it's not like oh Rob's leaving. I'm Rob cast myself. I'm not leaving the band. I'm not 
Paul McCartney in this thing. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're, there's no, we just want to make sure there's no hostility. Nobody's, and also too, nobody's done anything untoward on any social media platform, which is causing this to happen. I could say that because there's been some issues in the past with other spots that we're not getting in it, going to get into, but just so everybody knows, yeah, everybody's cool in the gang here, right? Everything's fine. Everything's I don't know. I see Yoko Ono sitting behind your shoulder there. Oh, yeah. No, that's Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's her. You the astromech. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, okay, shut up, R2. Okay, I'm, daddy's talking. Um, <laughs> so, Rob, wait. Uh, and uh, we, we have to touch on this. And I, I we knew we were going to talk. You, um, you got something in the back of your mind. And, um tsw there's been a, a pause yes so um what exactly again we don't need any this this isn't like under the spotlight here where this is the exclusive spill the beans rob yeah, what's going on who did what to who and rob, how dancing around this so <laughs> gracefully but rob williams has pro- probably nailed the sentiment here <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know yes tsw yeah. uh we miss you oh well isn't that nice um yeah, I mean, I agree. yeah, I, I mean, agree. there is a there has been a pause, and uh, the pause is significantly longer than I had in mind. Um, I originally so backing up a little bit. So in the run up to TSW two hundred, which obviously was a nice big milestone show, which was one that I was very keen to get to. Um, I was, I wouldn't say unhappy with the content, but it was it was becoming increasingly difficult to put out episodes that I considered to be of high quality, and part of that was. A lack of news. Part of that was a little bit of a dip in the frequency of communications from listeners, or at least uh, a dip in the kind of consistency of that contact. So, the way I've kind of, you know, in in short form, if we didn't get any emails, we were effed. If we didn't have any news, we were effed. If we didn't have any emails or news, we were double effed. <laughs> so, um, in the run up to two hundred, I was I was already kind of pretty convinced that there was going to have to be need to be some sort of hiatus while we kind of rethought the format and i had every intention to be clear when i said in 200 we will be back i was fully expecting that to be true um and you know i'm happy to kind of to say that categorically that i at no point was i ever kind of what's the word it was never an attempt to kind of yeah, there was no attempt at yeah, there was no attempt at duplicity. There was no attempt to kind of clickbait. yeah, there's no clickbait for sure. Um, but the original plan was uh, relaunch at the end of March uh, to coincide with the launch of Disney Plus in the UK and to make it a seasonal show. And the first season, obviously, given the nature of Disney Plus's launch in the UK, was going to be an episode by episode breakdown of the Mandalorian season one, which I thought was a really good way to start off. And then. We had this unprecedented global pandemic, which I'm sure you've read about in the papers. Um, Heard something. Yeah, about it's it. been mentioned here. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that was, you know, it might not seem like that was necessarily the kind of thing that should derail a podcast that's recorded from home. But then um, I got told I needed to take in one of my relatives for an, under, an unspecified period of time, which ended up being 10 weeks. Um, I was happy to do so, to be clear. Obviously, everybody on this call already knows about this, and I did kind of touch on it at the time I was aware that there would be some sort of family stuff to deal with. Um, it was never a, There was never any kind of health dangers, but I appreciate everybody who reached out as if that was the case, um, which is you know, it's very, very kind of gratifying um, to get that kind of support. 
Um, so by the time that situation um, changed, it was June. And in June, the idea of launching with episode one, Mandalorian season one, episode one, three months after Disney Plus has launched, even in the UK, and up to a year after everybody else has seen it, became increasingly less... What's the word? Yeah, it, it became feeling. less less of an idea I wanted to run with. And the, the simple truth um, at this stage is I haven't come up with a good one, and I've been trying very hard. Um, I'm not to the point where I'm content to bring the show back exactly as it was before because that sort of defeats the point of rethinking everything because if you just kind of go hey 200 we're going to take a hiatus and then eight months later it's like hey remember what you had before here it is exactly again it wouldn't be good i don't think the listeners would actually um stick with it i wouldn't blame them i would lose interest very fast um this has happened there's there is a pattern of this with my previous podcasts which is you know when i feel like we're just recording every thursday or every two weeks because it's been two weeks or one week since the last time we recorded and this is what we do that's the point where i need to stop because i just lose that kind of enthusiasm for whatever i'm doing and i think it probably comes through and i'd have to go back and listen but i have a feeling that if you were to go back and listen to the last few episodes of talk star wars with that last five minutes of my monologuing in mind you would probably pick up on that i would think now this obviously i'm not you know i like to think of myself as a pretty honest individual pretty upfront but i obviously don't necessarily just volunteer every detail about my personal and professional and creative life because that's not the same thing as being honest um that's just being i wanted i i want to jump in just a little bit here because i i listen to your show like all the time when it when it was on. Obviously, now I'm just listening to dead air. But there are uh, still old episodes. I on. never. <laughs> no, well, I, I've listened to them. I have to, but I never sensed that you got tired of it. But I knew that um, when you were talking in episode 200 about relying on the the emails, and they were good course, emails. Yeah. I mean, oh, um, absolutely not to take. They were they that. were it, there were great discussions that came out of it. But I can see what you're saying, and it became a point. It was just. I could, I could, I never sensed that you were bored of it or, or frustrated with it, but, uh, cause your enthusiasm was still there. But when you, when you talked about it, I was like, yeah, I get it. I totally understand. Yeah. What you're and it's important so. to say as well, like one of the things that wouldn't, was not something I didn't enjoy, you know, it, I, I enjoyed doing the actual content and that's partly because I was on with somebody I've, you know, I've been friends with for many years, but actually there were times where the subject matter of Star Wars on a week like that, where it's no news and no emails, the, the subject of Star Wars actually becomes a a constraint rather than something that enables the flow of conversation. And I think mm -hmm. part of it as well was in the run-up to The Rise of Skywalker, and obviously anybody who's gone back and listened knows I had mixed feelings about that film anyway, which is neither here nor there. Um, but anybody who can sort of remember that through you know with as much objectivity as possible will recall that actually the news cycle around that film was not on a comparison with the previous years there was very little in the way of bits and pieces kind of dropping through um through kind of news there was not a lot of press stuff for it it was in comparison to previous star wars saga movies it felt like it was a much more understated campaign in the run-up to the film and actually the film really kind of came and went without much hurrah 
and it was almost like everybody was kind of okay just get it out there and then we're done well and i think that's that's a lot of it too you know as as creatives you know these aren't this isn't our full-time job for any of us no. this is a hobby yeah. um and as as creative individuals that want to put out consistently good content and i found that i agree with you at a point Star Wars itself, and I'm just trying to be as honest as possible, it was almost like everyone took a deep breath after the Rise of Skywalker, right? And said, okay, we're going to let this go for a little bit. And then the Mando hit, and you know, I think things picked up again. But there does come a point or a crossroads that as a creator, and and I've said the same thing, like if I'm no longer having fun, why am I doing this, right? Like it's not like you're getting a paycheck that you're just kind of like clocking in, clocking out, you know what I mean? And someone's deposited money into your bank account. This is meant to be fun. This is meant to be an outlet. And this is meant to be a, a platform where you can share and enjoy a collective passion. And if you lose that, then there, I think it, it's, it's you know, a, a big credit to you for stepping back and saying, okay, let's put this on pause until I can find, you know, my voice again, really. Yeah. Because just dragging on because you just want to click up the numbers of the of the, the podcast episodes, it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for the listeners. It's it just doesn't work, right? And and so taking that that proactive step and saying, okay, we're going to put this on pause until we figure something out. You know, applause to you for doing something like that. It's it couldn't have been easy. No, it's not, and it hasn't. It's continued to not be easy. Um, and this is one of the things that's so nice about this network and this group is that you get a ton of support from people who. You know, from a number of people, I would feel I have no right to get support from in terms of, you know, just sheer volume of of kind of well wishes and gratitude and stuff. Even when we were talking about hiatuses, when it was first, when the original hiatus was planned to be six weeks. And like I say, now we're eight months and I haven't come up with anything that will, that really has kind of made me think, oh, yes, that's it. That's the, that's the angle I need to take with this. And that's not to say that I will never. So this is another thing I want to kind of just kind of get out there is this this conversation and this kind of monologue that I'm delivering here is not an admission that I'm done with, um, with anything with regards to, I mean, I've never considered my other podcasts, which some of them have been a year without a release. I've never considered those to be done as in they are not finished. I don't think of my projects in that way. I think of them as like, yeah, you know what? I've got nothing right now. But there's not to say that I couldn't have something in the future where suddenly the idea of, um, you know, a new crazy train, although actually there's a guy who's taken that name and run with it. And I'm kind of happy to just let him go because even though he obviously doesn't do the basic Google research to find that some that name's already been in use for six years, he's um, he seems to be doing OK. So, you know, I'm kind of tempted to just let him run. <laughs> The ir- the irony of it, your approach to your podcast and your projects and your creative outlets is very George Lucas of you. Oh, really? <laughs> you backburner it for a little bit. Yeah, story's never ready- done. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it, it. And again, it's just I just have to point out the irony. That's a fair point. Actually, I hadn't thought about it that <laughs> way. But um, I and you know maybe that means that when I come to doing the next round of projects, I need somebody to tell me no occasionally because I get a feeling that was a theme of the prequels. <laughs> if I start doing the Crazy Train prequels, then somebody needs to step in and have a word. <laughs> I'm looking for <laughs> happy Star Wars podcast prequels. Emo- emo- what do you, what is it going to be? Emotionally four or emotionally? I guess like, thirteen. <laughs> I don't. Thirteen makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. that does make sense. Yeah. 
mostly see. well you want to lead up to it so mostly 10 12 yeah i guess yeah, the prepubescent you don't, don't want to go too of too, too short a distance between 14 and the previous because otherwise it's like well, no. nothing really drastically has changed so i guess like emotionally no. seven or eight is probably like a good one to kind of come in so okay <laughs> now there's like it's a generational <laughs> it's a generational gap <laughs> but um right yeah so that's kind of no I, I that's see it. I, I i appreciate it then that's it's awesome I, we appreciate the honesty and again and it's uh, all of this has culminated into the perfect storm. And, that, and again, that's why we're here. We're telling we're not gone. We're not. We we all took a step back. The the end of the Star Wars saga, again, you know, was uh, after Rise of Skywalker. Um, all of a sudden, a global pandemic. The uh, just lack of conversation. And what we're all, we all have to deal with our own things. And we're all trying to live with this. And also, to the elephant in room, too. And again, not to to dwell on this, but when we, as a group, lost uh, our good friend steve kirk mm. really uh when after he passed away it, we all at, when we had our first meeting because we have a, like a small council for the network and now the group and we're still together like that kind of oversees everything uh we had a zoom meeting and i remember somebody saying oh yeah this is the elephant in the room like i think it was rob way that mentioned like no one wants to talk about it but nobody was the same after that and it kind of there's a lot of it that um that that hurt you know I mean and there's a lot of it there there was a lot of healing that had to be done a lot of things and and you know it's one of those things especially for myself with the round table it was he was a huge part of it let I me mean, like we did that live show from chicago you know like we did a um he was always and it, rob um uh williams you, you you can attest to this he's always right there whenever hey i got a trivia night coming up on generation x-wing like he was right there like he was money if you needed him and well and, and, he, and that, he, he was the guy too that every celebration and every sdcc especially like i've got exclusives that he sent me i've got a ryan meandering piece of art of all the forms of captain america framed to my left here that yeah. steve rolled up and sent me you know unsolicited from my end he just wrote me and said you have to have this yeah. i had no idea what it was i popped it open and i was like whoa and that was just the type of guy he was. And you're right. Like that hurt a lot. That was, that was shocking. That was like to the point, like we communicate via, via Twitter and Rob Cass called me yeah. when that happened, like yeah. on the telephone. <laughs> yes. On the actual ring ring. Yeah. And, and so it was kind of weird. Cause I was like, Oh no, like something, something must be wrong here. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, normally that, because, and again, we're all over the world. So I'll, We'll, we have our main, we have like different feeds. We have our feed for like the, uh, the, our group now, the, uh, the SWC plus group at uh, like the council, the guys that oversee everything kind of, and then we have the showrunners, and then we have like one for the, for all our, our Knights of the Commonwealth, which are still there. And they're all, so we have different levels and because it's easier for me instead of, oh, I wonder if Rob Wade is up. Oh, I'll just drop it. I'll message him and then he'll get to it when he gets to it. But that was one of those times where it was like, I, I got, I can't like call me right away or like, like, what do I, what you do? Mm -hmm. Like, and it was one of those. So we're all doing that. And I remember I reached out <laughs> to a few of the nights too, in the moment, because I knew, uh, Tim, I had your, your number and, uh, there is a couple of nights that I know personally, I mean, like a Riley, I called him immediately too. And it just, I, there's some people I just didn't want. I mean, mm -hmm. I was trying to get it out as because I knew on the feed, Rob Williams, you knew Rob Wade, you knew, and then it, but Tim wasn't responding, so I I knew you were kind of you might have been doing something away from your phone. And it was just one. It's one of those things. I, there was a few people I didn't want to 
here outside of our group. It just seems yeah. weird, right? And again, it was just one of those. Um, it, and again, for uh, Rob Williams, you talked eloquently about it before, and I know it's it's not. I mean, it's again, we're just kind of. It was a perfect storm of COVID. The end of the saga. We lost Steve. I mean, there's a lot going on, you know. And I think um, for me personally, coming back and doing this when I was after that, all that happened was kind of like, I don't know, just one of those. It was it was a hard reminder. It was like one of those things. Like, do I do I want to do something that's going to be? And you know what? Uh, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? No, I don't. Uh, uh, Steve would be very unhappy with me mm-hmm. if he thought I was not doing something because I was feeling sad for myself. You know what I mean, no. it was just one of the, it just, he wouldn't, he would very, be very disagreeing with that. And, uh, and yeah, that it's just, again, not to bring the whole podcast down, but again, this is just one of the, this is, this is where we're just laying it all on the yeah. table for everybody. It's a bit of a state of the union, right. Of, of everything yes. that's going on. And, and to pull the curtain back a little more, even um, beyond that. And you, you know, you touched on it, Rob, well, both Robs about this global pandemic and all that. And it's an interesting topic that, that we've really on the nerd room veered away from talking explicitly about because, you know, our podcast is meant to be a bit of an escapism is meant to be, you know, your, your minute away from reality and diving into this world that, that we love and, and enjoy talking about. But funny enough, like, and you touched on it perfectly there, Rob, that you think that doing something like this from home during a pandemic should just be, okay, we're just going to do that. Like that just makes sense, right? This is your guy's hobby. And, but personally too, it's, it's been an interesting ride because as a listener, you may think that, yeah, you can, it's easy now. You guys are all at home and, but it's been this weird struggle through the entirety of the pandemic to, you know, focus on the creative outlet sure. at times. Yeah. And Although everyone is searching for things to do in their house, I found that the distraction from outside the house has been, you know, at times very heavy. And that really weighs into, you know, your creative outlet. That really stamps that out. And so you end up with this kind of foggy mindset and trying to focus on something that is creative and requires you to take a step back from your own mindset it's difficult time, sure. at times to put together, you know, something that that you feel proud of and that you feel engaged in. Yeah, and and I and I can fully appreciate that, Rob. What you were saying, yeah. you know, just that it's not as easy as maybe people might think it could it's re- be. Yeah, it's a reasonable um, supposition to to kind of like you exactly like you outlined to to believe that a home based hobby is just going to be easy because everybody's at home now. But actually. I've never stopped working throughout this. I've been remote working mm. since this whole thing. In fact, actually, since before we all locked down in the UK, I was already remote working ahead of, you know, because we kind of anticipated that something was going to come along the pipe like yeah. this. So I've never actually stopped the the Monday to Friday, nine to five. I mean, the, the hours vary depending on how much I sleep in, but I tend to make the time up at the end of the day, <laughs> which is the other thing as well is it throws, you know, when you have a routine around your commute, for example. So like me... I know exactly what train I would be on in the morning. I know exactly what train I'd be on in the evening. I have a rough idea of when I'd walk through the door. I have a rough idea of when, you know, when I would eat. And then I would have X time until I went to bed, which would be relatively consistent, depending on what I was doing, to do stuff. And that might be creative things. That might be just unwinding. But when you're 
remote work and it's very easy to slip into that kind of oh well i'll just do half an hour extra just to make my life easier tomorrow but that half an hour will cascade and have an effect on every single part of the rest of your day very very easily without really kind of factoring in it's, it's a lot easier to sort of factor that in when you have a, a more sort of tightly bound routine and to, to expand mm-hmm. on what you said about the the kind of the focus and stuff i'm not going to mince words when i say that there have been times for you know uh, mentally for me where this period has been brutal uh, and you know it's not to say by any stretch that I've had it worse than anybody in the world because I'm very aware that you know just by the fact that I've been working the whole time I'm luckier than a lot of people and I'm fully conscious of the fact that it, I could have it so much worse than I do but it doesn't mean my my um, my life hasn't been hard in other ways and while I've been locked down and while I've been in, we're in lockdown again in the UK, but there was that period between the two where you weren't locked down, but life wasn't normal. So I kind of called it like the mm-hmm. stay down period. It's like you lock down and you <laughs> stay down and then you lock down again. And then there'll be a stay down again, probably around Christmas time. But it's been tough. And, you know, and one of the things I think I'm actually kind of, I'm not going to lie when I say I'm actually kind of relieved that I haven't had to grind through weekly production of something that I wasn't the most proud of I could be because I think actually it's freed me up a little bit to I've actually started to think about other things I could do that might not be Mm -hmm. creative they might just be things I've meant to do for ages that I've actually had a chance to do now and you know it is it's it's difficult to not produce stuff and especially when like I said I have this kind of well you know I have this kind of warm well-wishing people who who know i'm sure they missed the show and i'm i'm disappointed that i can't be there for them in that regard it is that does weigh on me but at the same time i feel like there are they've never been more options of ways to spend your time just as well if not better for a start and i don't think that if i were to produce stuff during this time it would be it would be any good anyway and so I'm worried that, you know, I would worry that actually all that goodwill that I've built up over the years by doing what I can to kind of do the best job I can would just be eroded anyway through no, you know, just because I wouldn't be doing my best work. I say, work, well, put, you know put, I mean? put, put simply your, your, your hobby has become a chore you know, in some sense, when, yeah. when, when your mind is wrapped around that, like it just become, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. And, and that's where we're, and that's where we're at now as, and getting to, um, how now that we're on this COVID thing, uh, Rob Williams, you're currently in lockdown, but uh, um, <laughs> you you are you, you are you are healthy. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at you. You look great. Really good. <laughs> fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Oh, really. <laughs> Illusion. I don't know what filter you use. It, it's really a shame. This is a podcast. Know, right? don't, yeah. get, don't get me started. So so um, I, but this is what I wanted to uh, mention. To you uh, talk to you, Rob. Um, I, I wore my. My brand new, I got my brand new trooping tunic because I'm in the <laughs> Astromech Builders Club and because I can't wear it anywhere. And it's really, <laughs> it's really upsetting. And you guys are the ones that could, that could appreciate it. Uh, 501st, how is, uh, like, uh, hospital visits? Can you even do that now? Like, I don't, hmm. can you touch on, like, obviously there's no conventions. So, so touch on what's going on. What are you guys doing? Okay. So I, I've been listening to you guys really intently and just and taking notes uh, furiously down here. And um, when we talk about COVID, first of all, I'm in lockdown. This is day 12 of 14. This is the second time I've been in lockdown. 
uh, my son's daycare had an outbreak and shut the whole place down. And it just, it is what it is. He's negative. I'm fine. It's just, we, we do our, we do our job. It's our responsibility to take mm-hmm. care of others 100%. outside. That's why I haven't seen grandparents, all that sort of stuff. I'm a frontline worker. I, I'm in the schools all the time. So is Anil. And um, we are always at risk of exposure every day we walk into that building, despite all the um, requirements that we have. And we have some strong uh, walls and strong defenses up to prevent this, but it was not impossible. Had, we had a case in our school uh, after week three. And it's just, that's what happens. And um, not excusing it i'm not it's just i'm just stating what's happening so when we when we go focus down down to the our hobbies since we all don't meet in person all four of us go into a zoom and um we take our work home uh as a teacher uh, even before covid when the invention of the email all of a sudden we became accessible 24 7 and that you have (laughs) to adjust and and try to learn how to balance your life out now with covid uh, you are 24, you know, 25, seven. And, uh, it's, it's just, where do we find the time we have to do it? To, it's as Rob was saying, we have to adjust our schedule accordingly. Half an hour here dominoes everywhere else. And how much do you really want to sit in front of a computer screen and zoom for two, three, four hours for just work and then do a podcast for two, three, four hours. Um, we, we, uh, we podcast, uh, two episodes a week. Uh, sorry, two episodes uh, recording, and that's an hour each one. So it becomes two hours, two and a half hours, plus a little banter back and forth. So we're on three hours. And it's tough for, for, for a lot of us. Um, for me, not so much because I enjoy talking to people outside my world. I, I don't connect a lot because I'm always in the school. But Jamie's working from home. Steve works partially from home. And Neil's, again, I said, like, he's a, he's a teacher. So he's bouncing back and forth. And we all have our families want to get connected to. So that takes priority. Families first, job second, hobby third. And so it, it, beca- it starts to chip away at the limited hours that you have uh, when you have time for this hobby. And a hobby that we still r- truly enjoy. It, it, it mm-hmm. makes me so happy. A one hour podcast for me to edit takes me three hours to edit. Uh, a 10 minute video for the outer room rookie takes me three hours, maybe three and a half hours to edit. Um, that's a lot of time. And when you've got maybe two hours uh, a day after you put little guy back to bed and you just got to get lunches together, get all this stuff. It takes a lot of time. It's a lot of time out of your, out of your schedule. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just a lot. And, um, so I'm sounding gloom and doom here because I'm not stopping the podcast, but it does like Anil's had to take a step back because he, he's have to focus on what's important for him. And so he pops in here and there. Uh, Jamie's had to step back every once in a while. Uh, Steve's had to step back and it's just, that's the way it goes. And so, I've got the uh, the street going, and um, I, I want to keep it running. But when it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. That's all we can do. So when you caught to five hundred first stuff, it I'm gonna I'm not trying to throw shade on anybody in the five hundred first, but it amazes me. I'm connected to a lot of people outside our garrison, all over the world. It amazes me how they're still trooping. It amazes mm-hmm. me how they're still doing parades it amazes me how they're still going to all these places and just high-fiving everybody and we're here in vancouver we did we do the 
rare hospital visit. And those hospital visits are so organized and so structured where there is no chance of that child getting sick because it's almost behind glass in a way. And those are like rare. And uh, there's only maybe two, three people that go. Um, there's, there's all this protocol, even before COVID, there's this protocol of how you clean your gear and all that sort of stuff. And so we've had in this year, probably five troops, I think, I can't remember when our our fan expo was, and I've been to, um, very few of them because I just can't do the risk. And so I'm, I'm stuck like, well, there's my show. I can't, I don't have a show to do. And so all of a sudden I was fortunate, so fortunate enough to have me and none fall into my lap and Mm -hmm. get access to building. And now I, like I'm genuinely excited. Um, I'm like so hyped to build something before I was scared to do it. Now I'm like thrilled to do it. And it's because now I've got not only a show, but I have a hobby, I have uh, a costume to build and I have, I can connect with my friends uh, even through distance, like Terry Chu, who's helped me with the mask. He's working on, as we speak, he's going to give me some stuff for the show and he's so talented. And it's just like, I actually, my hobby can continue a little bit despite the limited hours I have. And so 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, 50 minutes here, 50 minutes. That's all you do. And that's all it is. A beach is just little grains of sand. I'll look in when it, the final mm-hmm. product's there, it's a lovely beach. So when, it, when we talk about uh, podcasting, it is really tough because COVID has affected everything. Now, fortunately, and this is, goes to the second thing I wanted to talk about, Star Wars podcast. We, from the very beginning, is we're going on six years as of January, six years of a podcast. We, from the very beginning, knew that a Star Wars podcast was not going to be in the works. We just knew all Star Wars all the time is not it. We can't talk about Star Wars for uh, 52 weeks of the year. It just can't. We just can't do it. We have other things. We have other interests. And so when we talk about that, that Rorschach test box, I, I, as you were talking about, it, I was looking at it, I'm like, that's the perfect analogy of what our show is. It's everything. It's a box of just random junk that we remember from our youth and we just throw it out there and hey remember this it becomes a south park remember this remember perseus remember you know it's just it becomes like just four guys getting together talking about what what excites us what what do we enjoy remember the 80s remember the 90s and every so so we every so often we just talk about how it connects with today like we just did brooklyn 99 we get to do trivia shows still and steve kirk is the two-time champion of the neil before zod trophy Mm -hmm. i actually did a a whole list like a stanley cup of who's won and tim you're on there too by the way Yes, you are. So it's <laughs> 2016. <laughs> but it's just, I will put the list up soon. But it's just, it's those are the things that I enjoy doing trivia with my friends uh, and then getting to edit and listen back and have fun with it and do those funny sounds and commercial breaks and weird little things like that. It's a fun hobby. So when we talk about Star Wars, I don't know how these new Star Wars podcasts are able to survive for a long period of time without saying something somebody else has. So you rely on the, um, the personality steel Sa- steel Saunders has a personality. He can sell, he can sell, you know, ice to the Inuit. It's just, he has such a great personality to s- talk about star Wars all the time. Uh, everybody like, I know that Skyhoppers they focus a lot on literature. You find that hobby sand crawlers. Oh my God. Those guys do so well, just talking about the figures and it's just, that's and it's entertaining it's so much fun so you have to find that niche so this new star wars podcast what are you talking about what is your focus what are you going to how are you going to stand out amongst 
the thousands and thousands of our Star Wars podcasts because it's got to stand out. Um, some, and it's got to last for more than a year, more than two years. How long are you willing to do this? And that's why, going back to our show, six years, and I would say maybe a third of that Star Wars. We did the Mando. Um, I was going back to what Rob Wade was talking about. We did a Mando play-by-play, -play, and we did it like months after the first episode came. But you know what? We wanted to talk about it, so we stuck with it. And we were, again, it was old news, and sometimes that makes a difference. I don't listen to old uh, news, Star Wars news podcasts. I don't go back and listen to the old news because it's old news it's done so i want to later this new stuff but sometimes a little play-by-play -play of an episode i enjoy that i'm listening to simpsons episodes mm -hmm. where I, I they go episode by episode by episode it's four finger discount i'm giving you a plug because they're awesome but it's just um i go back and th those shows are like 20 years old almost and it's just like you know what i'll listen to it because remember remember when you know that's sort of attitude so that's why we stick with our format and um and i get it i get why the the um the network is changing because you have to, you have to evolve. Um, I still like connecting with you guys. I still like meeting up and talking about Star Wars. It's still so much fun, but my life is other, th other than Star Wars. I have so much other things mm. other than pop culture. I have other things that I want to do and um, that's, what's important. So that I, I don't know if I answered well, your question, but yeah, well, no, not, you I, oh, go ahead, Jim. I was gonna say it's just it's it's funny just listening to all this and I don't want anyone to think that this is like a uh, you know we need a pat on the back type thing or no. or anything like that but it's such a double edged sword with with podcasting because it, uh, there's been at times during this whole pandemic that I've, I've found it difficult but it's also been my anchor yes it, it's been the thing that has been you know the most consistent in my life outside of my my family it's the most consistent thing in my life right now yeah. you know I, I work six feet away from where I'm sitting and where I podcast in the same room. And I've been doing that since February. And, but I look forward to every Tuesday when I get together with Troy, Sanjay and Carlos and we sit and we just talk about and we escape and we, and that was the whole essence of the podcast. Right. And it's, yeah, it doesn't come without its difficulties, but at the same time, it, it is just, it's been there for us through all of this. And, and that's, that's been an important piece of it as difficult as it is at times, it is not more, it is not a burden I don't feel on any of us. It is, it's an anchor, it's an outlet. And, and I think with any hobby or anything that someone does, you know, if, if, if the gym's your thing, you're going to feel that weight sometimes. I don't want to do this. This is difficult. Yep. I can't go to the gym. You know what I mean? And so it's, none of this is about, you know, the, you know, we want you to feel sorry for us. It's just an honest conversation about podcasting, where the network is, where we are as individual podcasters and creatives and, and just kind of what the next steps are. But podcasting itself is, is, is truly something that I will never give up. Yeah. We've been doing it. We're, we're working into year five and we've hit an episode every single week in that five year span with the exception of one week. Um, which we chose not to. And that was earlier this year because of the events that were going on, particularly down in the States. Podcasting now, has given me more connections and more yeah. experiences than before. I mean, just Anil. It's unbelievable. Anil has been one of my closest friends since uh, 2005, since we worked at the Disney store. Um, yes, we did. Uh, 95, 95, 1995. Oh. Sorry. Holy crap. It's been a long time. I just, there's, there's a gap a there. The Disney bug just kind of zapped in my head. A few years, few years. What did they even sell? Oh, it was like Lion King videos and watches. And oh, sell us uh, 
animation yes. cells. It, no, it was before Toy Story. It oh. was like Pocahontas, all this sort of stuff. Okay. Now, you haven't lived until you hear Colors of the Wind every, four times an hour. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm an eight-hour shift. I'm, so. I enjoy that song, but yeah, I think four times an hour for an eight-hour uh, shift yeah, might be a bridge too far. But Neil's been like one of my closest friends since '95. Steve and Jamie, I just met out through the podcast. Uh, Jamie was a listener, and then as we got to meet, he was a Five First member. We got to meet him, and he was like a cool guy. Steve, we just happened to he was at an armor party, and we were talking to Steve, and we we're all you know, looking at his tattoos and like that dude's cool. And so after talking to him, he just, he started uh, uh, to get, you're oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it just became so awesome. So uh, like they become some of my closest friends and like Anil's coming by later on just to do a little drop off for my son. He's giving him a present because my son's birthday was just last week during COVID. We, we couldn't have a party. We couldn't have stuff happen. So no. he's, he's coming to support and it's just, this is what we do as friends. And um, I miss not sitting wet next to them. The, I listen to old episodes and the the banter and the connection is so different. It's a lot more relaxed before. Now we're just looking at each other, waiting for the finger, uh, little pauses, like the interruptions. We don't mean to interrupt each other, but it's just hard not to because you don't have that, That's that fifth, the sixth yeah. sense of somebody's wanting to talk. So. Yeah. Well, as much as, um, again, as much what Tim was saying and, and, and everybody else with, with as much as, Tim, you touched on, oh, the, the podcast has been your anchor and it's been your lot, your, your bit of reality from whatever life was in 2019. <laughs> um, the, the nerd room and, and, and ever, and all the other podcasts that are keep going out there have been the anchor for a lot of other people too. Like it's been like, it's like, you know, uh, it's not star Wars, but we're Rowan and I, we've, again, we're the same type. We haven't met which we've, it's just something we record every Monday. It's just something we do. We haven't mm -hmm. missed an episode since we started in 2016, like in, in we're episode 242 last week. And for us, I sit down with my friend. Um, and again, that's a wide open podcast. So we don't, we're not, <laughs> we're not chained by any restrictions, especially content <laughs> adult or otherwise. So it, we, we get the world's our oyster, but, uh, we've had discussions where it's like, we look, you look at your numbers and, and the numbers don't lie. Like, it's like, there are people waking up Thursday morning and wherever, if their, if their commute is from their coffee meter maker to their desk, or if they're actually have to go out and be on the front lines, there are people out there that, that are listening or at least downloading. I mean, they're leaving their devices on for whatever reason. <laughs> you know what I mean, so if, if, if Roman and I, if Tim and his crew and, and, and Rob Williams and the generation X, if, if for whatever reason, if, if that's helping, then great. It's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's like we, it's, we've had to remind ourselves like, Ooh, should we take a break? There's a lot going on. It's like, you know what? I know I'm looking at the numbers. There's a, there's a lot of people out there that, that, that need this on their Thursday morning commute. Again, regardless of where it is or wherever they're doing, if they're lying in the bath, listening to Roman and I, I don't know why you would do that, but you oh mean, my. it's just, yeah, boy, that's howdy. Me. That's me. I'm one of those guys. So again, that's where we're at is podcasting. And this isn't uh, this. And as a group and still as a star Wars community, um, Rob Williams, you were talking about all like, you know, the sky hoppers deal into literature. And then you got the sand crawlers with collecting and vintage and you're the five first and, and Tim and then you guys and all your collecting and you're in your huge, massive pop culture universe. And then I'm an Ashton builder. 
whatever you need, especially Star Wars, we got you covered. It's if there. you have any questions about anything whatsoever, whether it's it's just anything, we got we know a guy. We will pretend to you know what we're have- talking about. Exactly. We'll do a quick Google search and get back to you. <laughs> exactly. We're one lesson ahead, as like, always. Wikipedia. But we will we will have at least one person in the know in the group. Like there's somebody that's like, ah, I got yeah, we we got the we got a guy. You know how everybody has like, oh, I need to uh, get my plumbing fixed. Oh, I got a guy. Well, guy. if you need anything in Star Wars, we got a guy. That joke would have been somewhere else on the Roman podcast. It would have. <laughs> so again, not to be doom and gloom. This is um, this is just hey. The roundtable's back. It's going to be on a separate feed. Um, again, we're still going out, and everybody, and of course, uh, this group of ours, everybody, everybody stepped up and said, "Hey, we'll throw it out on our feed as a bonus episode, just to get the the word out there that." Because uh, for a personal note, the roundtable for me has been uh, just—it's been a gift. It's been—I'm—I'm uh, I'm in with you guys. I'm like this in our solar system. I'm like this little moon that was orbiting around TSW and now you mean we want to like now this the now it's going to be the SWC plus round table and now it's going to be yeah we're going to have our own little orbit we're going to this is I was, I'm hoping it to be a, a hub for everybody to come and enjoy and not to be um, poo-pooing anybody else but we really pride ourselves on the positivity here we mm-hmm. we we should mention since the last round table came out we awarded uh, Daniel Thorpe Oh, in the UK, yes. he became our our 2020, uh, which is now called the Steve Kirk uh, Positivity Award <laughs> from the uh, SWC Plus Network. He joins uh, Neil Lowry. So, if you can imagine the positivity, like great company, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That is Hall of Fame. Tough one to match next numbers, year. <laughs> numbers in the rafters. So, anybody out there that's looking at that black, going, "Who? I might have a shot." look at those two gentlemen because like it's it's gonna it's just they they inspire us and they inspire us to do keep doing what we're doing so for me rob wade thank you so much uh mark godsiff who started it all like with this this show was just a thing and now it's i'm ready for it to to be you know bigger leave the nest leave the nest maybe not but this (laughs) is well yeah i mean this is i mean rob you and i have talked about this behind the scenes and this is actually something we floated as a suggest as as an idea for some time and actually it's quite nice in a way that all of these events have coalesced in this making sense to be the thing we do it you know this is the reason we do it because now it makes sense but before there was an argument that this could always have been its own feat and you know it was just something we didn't do and now it is a thing it makes sense to do. So that's kind of nice because it's always yeah, been this, it's always been the Commonwealth Roundtable. But nothing has really changed in that respect because it's yeah. always been about uniting. You know, the, the initial kind of thing was let's talk to, you know, the TSW patrons. I think initially the, the intent was to kind of bring those in and to talk to myself and Mark, I think, in the first couple of episodes. And then the idea would have been that Steve and Paul might have joined for the occasional one didn't work out that way sadly um you know they were a bit less available than we would have liked them to be at times um not to you know for perfectly legitimate reasons not to throw shade oh yeah of course yeah um but you know as we've kind of as the scope of the show has changed over time this has made more and more sense and actually probably we could have pulled the trigger on this 
in the last couple of years at any point and, and nobody would have been like why are you doing that because it makes perfect logical sense when you think it through absolutely and again this that's what this is i would polish and basically for me i would make the show record the show edit it make a show graphic have it and have a synopsis and i'd hand it off to rob wade i'm like that's yours do whatever you want with it like and it's just you just let me know when you're going to release it so i can go on my social media and do that so it again it's not um it's it's there's no especially this is our point for this episode this is not woe poor us we realize the whole planet's been going through a thing you mean it's it's you mean it's it's not you it's us <laughs> we're not uh and again like i joked about earlier mom and dad are still together we love each other we're just not you mean we're still in love with each other yeah we do we're seeing other people yeah. so um i'm gonna go around the horn real quick and uh if even if you're not putting anything out at the moment just uh if people are interested or want to see if you have anything on the the back burner or anything on the front burner or anything going on uh rob wade if pe people i know people miss you so if if they want to i you separated yourself from social media a little bit mm -hmm. but uh where uh, your feeds are still all up oh yeah there's, they can there's still, still there. they they yeah, so so where where can people hear you? Whether it's your old episodes or, 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 or <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, phone, phone number would be nice as well. In the background. Last three digits on the yes. back of your card would be great. <laughs> yes, yeah. that would that would be helpful. Yes. Um, so, I, I guess if you're really kind of missing the sound of my voice, and Christ alone knows why you would, but if that is you, <laughs> um, I've been fortunate enough over the last six years, seven years, to appear on about 400 shows across various different platforms. And the most frequent of those is on Emotionally 14. So uh, Emotionally14.com, I should say, is not going anywhere. That is still, um, I don't mean that in a, in a sort of, st it's not going anywhere. I mean, it's going to be there for the foreseeable future. Like it's gonna, I'm going to continue, even if I'm not taking a public sort of front of house role as a host or regular guest or anything like that, I'm still going to be, I'm still the editor of the site. I'm still the editor. Of, you know, I'm still in charge of the YouTube channel. I'm still going to be putting out content. I'm still going to be endorsing shows. And actually, I'd probably look to increase the number of shows I'm endorsing, particularly as it feels like it would be nice to kind of showcase some of the other great people out there um, who might be doing stuff that, you know, I think people would enjoy if they like our stuff. So emotionally14.com uh, is that website. Uh, it has an associated YouTube channel. Um, there are three podcasts I've been, again, privileged enough to put out hundreds of hours of content for over the years. Um, Talk Star Wars is obviously the one we've touched on quite a bit um, in the last hour or so. Um, the Crazy Train, the one with the picture of the train on it, because, again, <laughs> guy can't Google. Not my fault, but, uh, you know. He's, he's doing okay, so I don't want to... Oh, you, th you think you're mad. There is, an there is actually a couple of Robcast podcast out there. <laughs> man, I'm like, I think to... I shared it. I shared, I shared those images with you guys uh, yeah. in our group. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, someone's getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> it's the guy's name is the Robcast. Like, what gives podcast. you the right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's my name. Yeah. That is my, that, Listen, yeah, that's, that's with a guy who's named Rob Williams, I'm not going to complain about anybody stealing anybody's well, name here. Well, quite. Yeah. There are far more famous Rob Wade's <laughs> than me as well. So uh, I can't really. There's, there's a lot of Robs on this podcast right now, too. This is Rob Henry. Yeah. Well, it's a bit yeah, Rob we wanted to talk to you about that, Tim. Excellent. So, so, uh, Hey, Rob Williams, where can, uh, the good people find you? Uh, well, generation X wing, uh, anywhere like Instagram, 
Facebook, Twitter, the podcast itself. Uh, we got uh, last week's episode. We talked. To, we did the Brooklyn Nine Nine GXW versus trivia. Nine nine. nine nine. Yes, it was so much fun. Two episodes of <laughs> Nine Nine, and we had so much fun on that one. Uh, next week we're talking. By the time this comes out, Mandalorian. We're doing episode one, two, and doing a look back at Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Oh, I'm um, forward to that. Yes, exactly. Um, but you can also find the. We have a YouTube page, uh, Generation X Wing YouTube page where the Outer Rim Rookie is being, uh, is being shown, um, building a Nia Nun costume. And right now, it's in, it's, I'm kind of in hiatus because uh, it's, I'm waiting for stuff to come in. So I'm waiting for the mask to get done. I'm waiting for my, my, my uh, flight suit to get in from, I think it's Germany or Sweden, one of the two. And I'm just waiting for that, and then we'll get back to building. So, um, But we have Rhee's collection up there, too. More for the Re keeping it re easy. Yeah, I love. It. I'm still wanting to work on that shirt. I have so many ideas for that. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yeah. So Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, all that great stuff. So and uh, definitely check yeah. it out, Generation. Oh, I had a chance to uh, to talk to um, Nia Nine there uh, in the, the guy in the suit. Shoot, you he you talked to him on Twitter. The um <laughs> the, the not not the voice. Oh no no no. The okay, act. yes, I'm sorry. I'm blanking what you're talking about. Yes, the actor. Um, now I'm. I see. This is my thing. I don't remember names. And he just he invited me to his group, and I'm for. Oh my god! Why can't I remember? Oh, I know. I got I got his autograph, and I talked to him. He actually did the uh, work on Fraggle Rock. Oh yeah, he's a wonderful puppeteer. Um, he yeah. he he did Rees as, as well. So yes. yeah, I'm I feel embarrassed. That I didn't... Okay, I'm I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Tim. You Google that. Come on, come on, come on. We're, I, I, I'm gonna. So Tim, uh, where can the good people find you? Uh, I I think this is gonna sound very familiar, but go right ahead. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll try to switch it up here. No, it uh, of course the nerd room. You can find myself and, and the crew there every single Thursday, dropping an episode about Star Wars, Marvel, DC, and beyond. And guys, we, we've been going through an evolution ourselves, and we've been having a lot of fun this year, actually, even in the absence of, of big films, Marvel, Star Wars, DC, all of it's gone from this year. And we've been going back and doing retro reviews of films. We just finished off with a retrospective discussion on V for Vendetta, which we had a ton of fun with. And we've been just changing up a little bit, focusing a bit more on retro toys and doing lookbacks and also, you know, taking a few nuggets of information that we're getting from the world of Star Wars Marvel DC. So you can find everything that we do over the nerdroom.net. You can find us on social media or me on social media at the nerdram on Twitter. And then you can head over to our joint Instagram page. Where we're posting a lot of our hunt captures and everything that we're doing over there at the NerdRM on Instagram. So check us out every Thursday. We're endorsed over by Emotionally14 as well. So we appreciate that every single week, Rob. And uh, and yeah, guys, it's different, but it's it's a good different, I think. And look out for 2021. We're, we're giving ourselves a, a slight tweak, slight rebrand as we go into that. we got some exciting things coming up into the new year here, guys. So really looking forward to that. So Mike Quinn! It's been a, it's been a blast. Mike, Mike Quinn. Quinn, thank you. <laughs> And Mike, Mike right, if you're I listening, I do apologize. I, I, we, I actually met him at Hamilton Comic-Con last year before all this COVID stuff started. And he actually, what a great guy. While you're signing your autograph, it'd take your time, talk to you. Like we're talking about Fraggle Rock and all sorts of excellent stuff. Like he's just, and a little dude too. He's, he's made for puppy. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's a wonderful yeah, person. A- um, I, I didn't get a chance to meet. I know that Jamie and, and uh, Steve did, and, but uh, when he came to it, victoria but yeah wonderful person like you said he he liked he's one of the first people to like my actual outer rim rookie uh instagram page so it was really Fantastic. cool when that guy is actually liking you so nice 
Fantastic. So, uh, myself, Oh, me? Where? Oh, sure. Okay, I guess. Um, uh, You can find me at Robert MMCast on Twitter and Instagram. Also, I do a weekly show, not Star Wars, not for kids, and not for a lot of people. But, you know, if you're if you're you know, adventurous, come check out the Roman Podcast. We're uh, just Google us. We're everywhere. We're also endorsed by uh, Mostly 14 as well. We're in that lovely group. So, oh, also, too, um, there hasn't been any new posts lately, but if uh, you go to the hashtag RobsR2, you can see my R2. Um, please don't poo-poo on my hashtag. <laughs> Basically, what I'm doing is I have it on a little card, and I've been going out, and anybody that's been taking selfies with R2 when I go to an event, I'm like, hey, if you're so inclined, hash- use the hashtag Rob's R2, and then that way I got a I, – I just started doing it recently, so I got a kind of a I, – I got a record, a social record of – Collection. Of, yeah, of my uh, of my trooping and everything else with my with my R two. Cool. So yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, we I'm sure just watch for a lot of other stuff going on. I don't know if we're going to rebrand uh, the Facebook page and all the other stuff coming up, but like uh, we got lots more coming. So it's just so nice to be back. And I I promise you, the the next roundtable will be more like the usual roundtables. And and you know we we might even get around the finishing our retrospectives because we got a few more films to go through there. It's um, it's our so, next step into a larger world. That's kind of what I correct. To be. That's the rebrand it, dude. So. I like that. Excellent. So, uh, in hey, until I can actually say this until next month. Uh, <laughs> and for Tim, Rob, Rob, and any other Robs out there, um, uh, thanks for coming back, and uh, we'll see you next time. Later.